Podcast Answer Man, episode number 173. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this week, the episode is coming to you in the podcast feed a little bit later than what you're used to, but I have a reason for that, which I'm going to explain to you in just a few moments. And of course, I do have an exciting show for you today, as I am prepared now, at this very moment, to re-record my thoughts for you. Every now and then, my friends, I'll record an episode of a podcast that I'm just not happy with, okay? And and oftentimes, these shows are recorded live, and there were several of you, I'd, I'd say there's somewhere between uh, 20 to 40 people that were online who captured the the original recording of Podcast Answer Man, episode number 173 online. And you guys were so kind, so generous, and at the end of it, you were saying, you know, hey, it wasn't that bad. In fact, it was. It was uh, I found it the beginning very informative, and and I, you know, th- and somebody said, well, they can't, you can't hit it out of the park every time. Otherwise, there's no room for improvement. And <laughs> the more I thought of it, it's like, man, I, I just was so out of it, folks. I just returned from a massive trip, um, out of town trip to Boston. I went there for the Catholic New Media Celebration. I was invited to be a guest speaker for SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network. They are an uh, an online new media network of podcasts founded and uh, started off with uh, a show that Father Roderick did years ago called The Catholic Insider. And then uh, he, he basically had this vision for something bigger. And, and, and what it has become is absolutely amazing. Uh, you guys should, should at least just go over to sqpn.com and check out some of the podcasts over there, especially if you are of the Catholic faith. I think it would be uh, especially interesting to you or those of you who are interested in the Catholic faith, uh, even uh, learning more about the individuals who live their faith out um, in, in a very real and authentic way. It, it, they have some great content over there. Anyway, I was invited to come and speak with Father Roderick, who happens to be a close, very personal friend of mine, and it was the opportunity for he and I to actually see one another face-to-face for the very first time. Um, We had known each other for five years, had been doing a podcast together for almost a year now, and, and on a weekly basis, and it's just been amazing, the friendship and the relationship that we've built with one another. And then uh, to to go to Boston and finally meet him face to face was totally an honor, uh, and we had the most amazing time. And in fact, if you want to hear me kind of relive that entire weekend, I encourage you to head over to pursuingabalancedlife.com and listen to episodes number 475 through 478. Uh, that is in those. Uh, it's a four part series titled "My Catholic Weekend." Uh, so My Catholic Weekend Parts 1 through 4 is episode 475 through 478 of PursuingABalancedLife.com. Now, why is it called My Catholic Weekend? Well, it's because myself, I'm not Catholic. I'm a, I'm a Protestant Christian guy uh, coming from a little bit of a, a, mostly from a Baptist, Nazarene 
and somewhat non uh, non denominational evangelical background kind of guy, and uh, with a little mixture of uh, some experience in the charismatic church, uh, the Assembly of God, and Pentecostal church, and so many other weird things that make up who I am today as far as my faith and everything. But uh, I, I was somebody who also went to Catholic school as a kid. And, and if you want to hear the whole story and, and, and how it was for me as a non-Catholic to be, I think, probably the only non-Catholic person in a conference of nearly 200 people and actually getting up and speaking in front of them. that If you want to hear what that might have been like for me, again, there's a four-part episode over there. Uh, go check it out. Anyway, uh, I share all that to say this. Um, today's episode, if, if anybody ever doubted me when I, when I said Leo Laporte's out of his mind, you know, when he says podcasting is dead, uh, if anybody ever doubted me, this episode, I hope, will will be a reinforcement for you. Not that I think that I need to convince anybody that podcasting isn't dead, but when Leo Laporte will say something like that, it's just absolutely ludicrous and ridiculous. And I really believe that from where I sit, and folks, I sit from a very unique perspective, okay? I sit from a very unique perspective where, you know, where I actually deal in podcasting and new media full-time as my career, and the number of people that I see adopting uh, podcasting into their branding and to their marketing efforts and to their building communities around their uh, their organizations. Uh, the Catholic Church this weekend uh, proved to me that even though SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network, this Catholic podcasting network, even though it's been around, you know, since it's got at least it's got its foundations built back in 2005, it's only just now starting to hit this critical mass. And, and, and I mean, you've got a lot of talented people. I mean, extremely talented people behind this StarQuest production network. These are people who, who are devoting a great deal of their time and energy and attention to moving the platform, to moving, um, their, the, their message forward into the world through podcasting. And even now, after five years, it's, I, I would say it's just now starting to get this critical mass. And I saw some I saw some light bulbs go off in the minds of certain people who who are in the Catholic Church that might be able to to propel them to not just the next level but actually to just shoot them up a couple levels to you know to to kick it up several notches. And uh sorry about that. I I have my um I actually have my iPhone hooked up and ready to go for uh, an audio clip here, and and that's why you have been piped into my uh, my Twitter notifications. But I'm just gonna leave that in there. Anyway, um, here's the situation. Actually, you know what I'll do? I'm gonna put this in uh, airplane mode. That should do it. Okay. So anyway, what I was saying though is is that SQPN is already, I think, is is probably one of the you know among the largest network of podcasts out there. I mean, you've got the Twit Network, you've got the Blueberry Network. Uh, you've got the Mevio network, and then you have, I think, the SQPN network and the GSPN.TV network. You know, my own network, and so I, these are these, and I think there's the Personal Life Media network. There are a couple others out there, but SQPN for you know for a very niche target audience of Catholics, um, they're already at this this one level. But I think what we're going to see is some really amazing things. I see God really, you know, clearing the path for some awesome stuff for them. As well as even for me, I, I mean, I am on the verge of so many 
big things in my own business, my own personal life, my own uh, goals of of what might be the future of of where the content of gspn.tv takes us uh, and where this community, you know, what this community will end up looking like. You know, I just I'm on the verge of so many big things. And of course, I, I'm, you know, decompressing from a, a an awesome four day weekend away uh, and and I'm overwhelmed with an amazing amount of emails. If you've emailed me, please understand you will get a response from me. It's it could take at least another, you know, four or five days before I get back to you. It's just the reality of what it is. And I'm trying to, not to let myself get overwhelmed by it all. But they're they're podcasting. As a whole, as an industry, podcasting overall, I believe is 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 has been you know there was this initial you know everybody found out about it and boom this huge explosive growth and of course with that explosive growth was an explosive growth of people who had no clue about um, about you know audio equipment no clue about the technology no no clue about sample rates or bit rates and and you had so many people hundreds of thousands of people out there putting out podcasts and hundreds of thousands of them sounding like trash. And so it gave a lot of people this impression that podcasting wasn't all what it was cracked up to be, that it that was kind of, uh, you know, maybe a passing fad. Well, obviously, there were many people who pod faded. A lot of people quit listening to podcasts as a result of just running into too many poorly produced shows. But there had been several people like the folks over at SQPN, like myself, my wife, and the co-host that I have here at gspn.tv and and several other, I mean, literally thousands of other independent podcast producers who have not given up, who took the time to to perfect many things and to learn and to to dive in and, and take things to the next level to where you can hear a podcast answer man uh, podcast that has the audio production values of this show, what you hear right now. And so, um, and people are coming back, you know, people all the time are hiring me today. I would say I get this response at least five times per month from different people. Five different people per month will have a conversation with me saying, hey, I'm, you know, I I just came around to checking out a show. I was looking at something and I came across your site and it's like, wow. I was blown away by the val- the production values of your show and and I'll have to tell you I had given up on podcasting. I heard about it when it was a major buzz back in the day and I listened to a couple shows and and I re- decided this was just really horrible audio and 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 that that nobody would ever take this seriously. And uh, you've convinced me otherwise. As a matter of fact, I've listened to to you know. Sometimes they'll say I listened to like twenty of your episodes over the last three or four days. But I've also checked out some of your other shows. And then I I did some searching and I found that there are other quality shows. And wow, if podcasting could be done at this level of quality of production, there's some future to this. And people are hiring me left and right to help them learn what it takes to produce quality content, much like the ones you're hearing here in the other shows at uh, gspn.tv. And so, so I, you know, this is, I think, you know, there was this explosive growth in the beginning. It kind of plateaued for a while. Some people actually saw a, a steady decline in subscribers, a, a slow but steady decline. I had never, not once have I ever seen a decline in subscribers, with the exception of during the summer hiatus during the, t, you know, for the TV show fan podcast. That's the only time. But all of my other shows, I've always seen 
I saw the explosive growth up front. I saw a plateau. But even since then, I'm still always adding one or two or three or sometimes as many as 70 new subscribers each week on many of my shows, on most of my shows. And so I'm seeing things on the steady up incline and there are times when I see big jumps you know and obviously one of those big jumps is this week I, I went to a Catholic New Media conference or celebration and I spoke in front of all of these people and the podcast number subscriptions I think uh, you know I, I don't really get into the stats a whole lot but let's just say this you know over a hundred new subscribers within the last um, well since since yeah, it's been one week within the last seven days. So, you know, over 100 new subscribers. And, and I, that was just me going to an event and speaking to these people. But what does that say to me? That says that those people, they, 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 they caught the vision there enough that they came to my site, enough that they didn't just listen, but they actually went and they subscribed. They went and they subscribed, and and of course, if you want to know how I know that, it's because of the stats that I used, and and I use Libsyn.com, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, and it tells me where people are subscribing from, and these people went and they they downloaded iTunes, they, you know, they're downloading all these other places. Other things that'll prove to you, podcasting's not dead, remember back in, I, I think it was either June or July, I shared with you that um, the iTunes podcast store uh, was now open to 67 new countries, uh, including all the you know all the brick including all four of the brick countries Brazil Russia India and China uh, China is and and basically that these 67 countries represent over 4.3 billion people all right that's 64.2 percent of the world's population now has the access to iTunes and if they download iTunes the podcast store is right there with everything else that you can get in in podcasting opening up the world to a whole new breed of podcast listeners out of this world and and so explosive opportunity there but not only that um i got a phone call last week or an email last week from um a gentleman from microsoft and let me see if i can find his name here real quick and uh, let's see, Rob from over at Zoom.net. Anyway, Rob and I are actually going to be talking. Um, Rob Greenley, it looks like. Anyway, Rob Greenley and I are going to talk about Zoom podcasting. Now, he had reached out to me and says, I, you know, I'd love to talk to you about the opportunities for podcasters to be listed in the Zoom directory and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, I've never been all that excited about the Zoom podcast directory. I think the Zoom software is, has been, at least when it when I looked at it, the when Zoom first came out and even a couple months later down the road, uh, it was just ugly and, and not easy to navigate and, and of course... By that time, I was so much of an Apple fanboy that really I didn't I didn't give it enough of a chance. A friend of mine let me borrow his Zune play his Zune um, MP3 player for I think he brought it here and he let me borrow it borrow it. I think I had it on loan for about three months. Not once did I ever hook it up. I mean, I just I, I don't know. I don't know why I should have. Of course, I do know why. I was extremely busy and and I was still at the in the phase of my business where I was trying to build, you know, my clientele. I was trying to build my consulting in the end of things. I was trying to to continue to produce the content and working around the clock. So that's why I didn't do it. But anyway, I'm looking forward to getting to talk to Rob because I would love to find out what's going on over at Zoom uh, and the the social Zoom podcasting network, get some information and insights there. But then this week, I heard about 
uh, what's going on with BlackBerry. Hey, I need to insert this here in post-production, something I completely forgot to mention on Podcast Answer Man episode 173, and it was something that I, I kept making a mental note that I wanted to include in the show, is that while I was in Boston, I threw a social media tweet up and invited a bunch of folks that I had met at PodCamp Boston 2 several years ago and uh, basically ran into Steve Garfield, a guy I met several years ago at PodCamp Boston 2, and one of the things that he brought up to me was something that I had never really thought of before, and that was having sponsored um, events. Like, for example, for Stephanie and I to go to PodCamp Boston 5, that's a desire of ours is to, to be able to go and do that. Now, for that to happen, uh, we have some money that is set aside. We could probably pull that off because uh, the folks over at SQPN took helped take care of most all the expenses that were necessary for me to go to uh, the trip to Boston this weekend, and so I had already saved up some money to go to SQPN's uh, CNMC, and uh, it, it would be a little bit of a stretch, but I uh, have been thinking about going to PodCamp Boston 5, which I believe is September 25th. Is that right, Stephanie? Yes. So we're, we've been thinking about going to that. Of course, it'd be a little bit of a financial stretch for us, but uh, I, I'm thinking it would be totally worthwhile. But one of the things that I had as a conversation with Steve Garfield uh, over at stevegarfield.com was that he had mentioned that he'll oftentimes go to like a blog world or one of these conferences and um, he blogs about it and does video episodes about it and all this other stuff. And he actually has a company who will sponsor that. So he'll say, you know, hey, the coverage of this event, of course, you know, this my attending this event is being sponsored by such and such company. And of course, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't at least take the opportunity to let you guys know that uh, there is an opportunity for any business out there who would like to sponsor Stephanie and I to go to PodCamp Boston 5 uh, the weekend of September 25th. I would be interested in talking with you uh, about that and or if you know of a company that you think would benefit greatly from uh, getting a lot of exposure on all the blog posts, podcast episodes videos done on YouTube, and also my actual speaking engagement uh, where I'll be talking about at PodCamp uh, Boston 5. If I go, I would definitely talk about how I make money from podcasting. That seems to be one of the things that that most people want to, to learn about. So anyway, if there's a company out there, if you happen to be a part of a company that you would love to sponsor that event, please email me, cliff at podcastanswerman.com. I now return you to the regularly scheduled and previously recorded episode of Podcast Answer Man. Now, uh, probably if you're a podcaster, you may have already seen this if you're on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, but if not, this might be news to you. And, and it's yet another huge announcement. Uh, BlackBerry... Uh, the or rim, I guess you should say, we should say rim you know rim technologies or whatever the BlackBerry you know the smartphones uh, they have just announced that they are going to be launching the BlackBerry podcast application. Now this is an official application from BlackBerry, and in fact, I believe in the newest software revision. They're actually including this on all new devices. When you upgrade to the newest software, it's going to be built in. Uh, but even for those who, are, you know, it's available for uh, BlackBerry users, uh, at least if you have, and I have it right here, if you have a BlackBerry Bold, a Curve, 
a pearl or a a storm or a tour. So it's it's for the BlackBerry Bold, Curve, Pearl, Storm, or Tour. All of those devices, definitely you can go and get the podcast application from BlackBerry. Now, I heard about this uh, from some friends on Twitter. They said, hey, I can't wait to hear what Cliff has to say about this on the next podcast, Answer Man. And it was a link to... Um, uh, it was information about BlackBerry's new announcement. And so I did some searching online and I saw that uh, my friend Rob over at Podcast 411 uh, did a uh, an interview with the guy from BlackBerry. And if you can go to podcast411.com. And, and it had been years since Rob had, <laughs> or at least it seems like years, uh, since Rob had put an episode of Podcast 411 out. But uh, he did an interview with the, the gentleman from BlackBerry or from RIM and uh, it, it's it's extremely interesting. From what I heard from him and from what I saw, you can go to, by the way, go to blackberry.com slash podcasts, and that's podcasts plural. So black, blackberry.com slash podcasts. And I'm on that site now, and it says, get free podcasts uh, delivered directly to you with the BlackBerry podcast app. Subscribe to your favorite podcast or down, download some new ones and watch them when you want when you want on your BlackBerry smartphone. Download the BlackBerry podcast app today to get started. And uh, let's see here. Some of the features, it says, enjoy free entertainment on your BlackBerry smartphone with the BlackBerry podcast app. This app allows you to do the following. Browse and search for your for free uh, podcasts from categories like arts, TV and tele- TV and film, uh, news and more with the BlackBerry podcast catalog. catalog. So they're going to have their own store, just like the iTunes store. Uh, and then subscribe to download and play podcasts directly f- from your BlackBerry smartphone. And you can receive notica- notifications when uh, episodes of your podcast are available and automatically download them. Now, of course, um, you have to have a data plan, and and it, and like I said, you have to have one of those phones that I mentioned earlier. Uh, but I'm looking here, and what I heard in the interview is that uh, there's, like I said, you need to get your your podcast listed into the store. And by the way, if you go to BlackBerry.com/podcasts, and then at the very bottom of that page, uh, well, actually, you'll see a little section. It's not the very bottom. It's 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 about. Uh, it's at the it's it's right below. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Just look. It goes BlackBerry Podcast App Features System Requirements, and then it says Submit Your Podcast. And there's a little link there. It says Add Your Podcasts or Podcast Today. And by the way, it, I'm gonna go ahead and give you the URL if you want it. It's uh it's a it's a crazy URL. I'll just read it out here. It's Rim Podcast, which is R I M Rim Podcast dot Quick Play dot C A slash rim podcasting again that's rim podcast.quickplay.ca slash rim podcasting okay and once you once you go there you have to sign up for an account it's free you don't have to give them a credit card or anything like that you just sign up for an account and then you once you have a, an account you can then log in and you can submit your rss feeds and, the, and again it's very simple um when you actually do this you just say you type in the name of your show. You pick the category that it's supposed to be in. Uh, you choose whether or not it, it's explicit or not, and and uh, and you you paste in your URL for the RSS feed and you hit submit. And that's all there is to it. And you can do as many as you want. Uh, add add all your podcast feeds. I know I added about ten to twelve of mine right off the bat. 
and it didn't take very long at all to do that many of them. So I'm sure you'll be able to get your one or two podcasts in there very easily. And uh, but it is a it is a manual approval process. So they are going to manually approve these. And of course, it being brand new, I would I would imagine that right off the back, it's going to take probably two to three weeks to get some approvals uh, taken care of. And eventually they'll get that probably speeded up uh, much like iTunes did. Um, I'm looking on the site here as well. It looks uh, like they've got some screen caps here. Uh, the It's got a channel detail. Like when you're browsing the store, it says Discovery Channel, Video Podcast. And of course, there's a big, huge blue subscribe button. Shows you some of the most recent episodes uh, that are listed there. Um, and then I am going to look at, um, there are options. So basically, you get the option. It says download files using and you can choose Wi-Fi only, 3G, or probably any. Uh, so you can actually tell it, say, hey, I don't want you to use up my cellular data plan. I want you to wait until I'm with sci-fi, within sci- Wi-Fi, sci-fi, within Wi-Fi range, uh, and then download them. Uh, you can also tell it where to download the files to. Um, and of course, I guess there might be some internal memory. But if your phone doesn't have internal memory, you can tell it to put it into a memory card. Um, there's one on, there's an option where you can tell it to only download podcast while charging, uh, only download podcast while not roaming. Do people still have roaming plans? I guess so. Anyway, uh, enable podcast alerts so that you get, I guess, a push notification. Allow explicit podcasts uh, so you can actually allow that or, or say, you know what, don't download anything that's explicit. Uh, when new episodes are found, you can tell it to download newest, and I'm not sure what's in the drop-down menu, but it looks like there's several other options there. And it says when you when there are new episodes, uh, when the new episode arrives, uh, what do we want to keep? And the, it's automatically right there showing all, or you can keep the most recent five or whatever, I'm sure. It, I, I don't know, but I would assume it's similar to the what the iTunes options are. Anyway... And of course, there's the option to go in and check for updates now. Now, here's what I loved about this announcement with RIM. RIM has always been known for um, for their capabilities of push. And instead, what's amazing is that whenever a new episode is available of a podcast, instead of having to go and check every hour or every you know 24 hours or every two hours or whatever, if I, from what I understood from the interview. If I, as the producer of Podcast Answer Man, if I put this episode online and you happen to be subscribed to my feed uh, in their store and um, and I put a new episode online and you say, you know, hey, I want you, let's just say you have it set up to where you can it, it, you've told it, hey, it's OK to go ahead and download this via Wi-Fi or 3G. As long as I have a connection, I want you to download it. If you have that set up. From my understanding is that I, I could publish a new episode, this episode number 173 in the Podcast Answer Man feed, and as soon as as soon as the store checks and sees that new episode in the feed, it immediately pushes that file onto your device. So it automatically does this. And so uh, what I love about this is you don't have to actually download everything into iTunes and then sync it onto your phone. Now, I know that iTunes tried to do something similar to this, but I mean, they still, they didn't get it quite right. It's not something that can be done automatically. You have to go into the, your iTunes, your iPod functionality, go into podcast, go into one of the shows you're subscribed to and say, get more episodes and then see if there's more. And 
and you can download it that way if you want. I mean, it, it, it's super clunky still on the iTunes way of doing podcasting on the iPhone. But man, this sounds awesome. It really does sound awesome. And so for those of you who have a uh, BlackBerry uh, Bold, Curve, Pearl, Storm, or Tour, please give me a call and let me know what it's like for you. Let, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Give me a call on the voicemail feedback hotline, 859 795 4067 859-795-4067. All right, so there you go. I mean, you've got, like I said, in my from my perspective, I'm seeing clients, I'm seeing organizations, I'm seeing businesses, I'm seeing so many people consistently always adopting podcasting. Uh, and 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 it's it that is not lightening up. In fact, it's getting more and more intense. I love this. Um, you know, and of course, with the you know the fact that iTunes is had brought the podcast directory to billions of more people, and the fact that BlackBerry is now going to make this available by default on all their future OS uh, operating system, and and that already millions of people who have Blackberries can go in and download this app right away, um, or they're going to get it automatically in a future release. This, my friends, and, and, and the fact that it's also on the, it's going to be, podcasting is going to be built into the Windows 7, I believe, as well, because it's bringing in a lot of the Zune functionality, and Zune does have have this. My friends, podcasting is, we are still just on the verge of this thing. We are, I mean, it is, it, I mean, sure, I've been doing this for five years. I've seen some explosive growth. I've seen some amazing things, but I think we're still at the beginning. I think we're still, this is just the tip of the iceberg. And, and yeah, podcasting is very much going, I, I think it's going to be so mainstream that pretty much everybody's going to know what a podcast is eventually. Just like everybody today knows what a blog is. I remember back when I was blogging, before blogging was called blogging, I remember I had these, you know, this GeoCities or AngelFire.com HTML free space that I could create HTML pages and I would create my index.html and write a bunch of stuff about what's going on and I would keep building on there and and finally I had so many different entries by date that I had to create a, you know, January 1996, you know, whatever uh, uh, .html and then I created a new index page that had a link to that archived information and I was doing all that stuff by hand and and of course I didn't I was just calling it my online journal and uh and later, things came around with this thing called Blogger and, and uh, gosh, Movable Type and, and so many other tools came around and, and then finally WordPress. And, and today, I mean, who doesn't know what a blog is? Who doesn't know what a blog is? But I can tell you, I was, I was involved and I was, I was blogging heavily years before blogging went mainstream. And of course, back then, not everybody was going, oh, blogging is dead, blogging is dead. Uh, I wonder if people have said blogging is dead. But anyway, uh, it's certainly not dead, and podcasting certainly isn't either. And uh, I'm, I'm excited about the the new information here. So again, go to blackberry.com slash podcasts and scroll down and make sure that you submit your podcast into their directory as quickly as possible. All righty, so what else do I have on the list of things here today? I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm just going to um, go ahead and share one other thing. And of course, uh, one of the things that contributed to just how terrible my episode went on 
Thursday when I recorded it live, uh, I had met this young girl at the Catholic New Media Celebration, and I, for whatever reason, wrote down her last name wrong on the recording, and so I called her by her wrong name, but her name is Avery Grant, and and my friends, I wanted to share this with you as a means of encouragement, as a mean of uh, as a means of encouragement to you guys, just to say, hey, you know, here is somebody who is 14 years old and has a desire to share her own personal message with the world. And if you if you wonder what can a 14 year old girl accomplish with podcasting and new media, I want you to listen to this a little tiny interview that I did. By the way, I recorded. I didn't have. I didn't take my Edderall down to the meet and greet during S uh, during the Catholic New Media Conference. Uh, but instead, what I did was um, took my iPhone out and said, I've got to interview you for Podcast Answer Man. And so have a listen to this. This is a little interview I did uh, with Avery Grant. Okay, everybody. Cliff Ravenscraft here, and I am on the scenes at the Catholic New Media Conference. Uh, and I am talking with Avery Grant. And Avery, how old are you? I'm 14 years old. Now, I know we've had some conversation already, and you're going to repeat some things. But uh, Avery here is a 14-year-old podcaster who's been podcasting now for the past year. And tell us what your podcast is. Uh, My podcast is called Live Out Loud, and it's for Catholic kids and teens, um, focusing on saints, apologetics, evangelism, and just listener-submitted questions, whatever people want to know about faith-wise, we just talk about. And and I I, I so rudely interrupted her to pull out my recorder so I could capture this for everybody. But tell me again, how did you hear about podcasting at first? Um, I heard about podcasting first when I was in about sixth grade. Um, I listened to Mrs. Lisa Hendy's Catholic Moments podcast. I was doing yard work or something like that, and it was just the only interesting thing to listen to. And so then in about seventh grade, I started really listening to podcasts like the Life Teen podcast, Sunday, 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 and some of the other Life Teen podcasts, and I just really liked it. And then when I was discerning what God was really calling me to do, and I started learning about podcasting, I was like, hey, that's definitely something I can do. I love talking, so I could definitely start doing a podcast, and it just kind of started from that. Well, I can tell right now, as a 14-year-old, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed by the just the the personality and the and the, the just being very confident in yourself. How has this? I mean, was this something that you were like this confident going into, or have you kind of grown into this confidence? It's definitely something I've grown into. When I started, I was like, oh, no one's going to listen to this show. No one's going to really like it. I'm not going to have any listeners. Why am I even doing this? But God was just like, no, no, it's going to be okay. You can do this. So I kept doing it, and I had no listeners, and it was like, God, why am I doing this? This makes no sense. And he just said, wait, hold on. We're going to keep doing this. So I just kept doing it, and now I'm up to like 7,000 subscribers, and it's like, okay, God, you're, you're probably right. So it's just grown in confidence as I've grown closer to Christ in doing this. I've also gotten more confident to myself that I can share the word of God and people will listen and it'll change lives and it's just been a great experience. That is absolutely amazing. Uh, let me ask you some technical details because that's what my my audience for Podcast Answer Man is really interested about. So you started out podcasting. What software, what hardware were you using? When I started off, oh my goodness, um, I found a webcam in the closet that was like six years old that didn't really record voice, but it sort of did, and it was probably like $10, and then I don't even remember, I think I was using like 
I was using something free. It was yeah, I just downloaded it, and now I'm using Roxio Media Creator, and I bought a pretty nice microphone um, about a year ago. I mean, like six months ago to start using. Very cool. And uh, your website? What do you use to host your website? Is it uh, what software platform are you using there? Um, I use WordPress to host my website. Is it WordPress.com or your own hosted account? Um, it's my own hosted account. Like I use, I think Bluehost. Oh, I love to hear that. By the way, podcastanswerman.com/hosting for more details and affiliate links. So I use Bluehost.com, and that's what I use to host it. And then I use WordPress to um, as the software. That's excellent. So did you teach yourself that? Yes, it was it was a long, long journey. <laughs> that is really, really cool. So um, now, as far as your podcast, do you have any like um, any kind of like big stories that have happened as a result of this? Has the newspaper contacted you? Any kind of press or any kind of like people say, "Wow, this you gotta you gotta see what's going on here." Um, I haven't really had much press about it. I did do an interview on Catholic Moments about six months ago, but it's really nice to hear just stories from different people. I got an email from somebody in Russia the other week that was just saying, you know, we're in Russia, we speak English, there's not very many Catholics here, but every single week we listen to your show. And it's just nice to hear people from all over the world that are just saying, hey, I like this, keep doing this. And it's really, really motivational. That's awesome. And so you have plans to continue this on for indefinitely definitely that is awesome I love to hear that so if people wanted to go find your show where do they go they can go to www.livewtl.com and say that one more time just for emphasis livewtl.com thank you very much thank you Alrighty, so there you go. That was Avery Grant and I will put links to her live out loud podcast in iTunes uh, on the show notes for episode number 173 here of Podcast Answer Man. But that should, I hope that encourages you as much as it do, does me. And, and, and in fact, it, it, it shows you that, you know, podcasting is, in, is, is already being embraced by even, even yet the next generation. Uh, even my own kids are podcasters. You know, May, my daughter Megan does the show, uh, uh, The World According to Megan. My son Matt does a show called Gaming with Matt. Uh, both of those shows can be found over at gspn.tv if you browse around to uh, the various sections there. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, wow. So exciting to see somebody who is 14 years old who is so well equipped to speak and share their vision, their passion, their 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 message with the world. And, and you know, this stuff was not available years ago. You know, the, gate, the days of the gatekeepers are gone. And, and we all have the opportunity to use podcasting to get the word out. And, and I love what is available. Anyway, Catholic New Media Celebration, it was an amazing time. I, I spoke uh, three different sessions, te- taught three different sessions with Father Roderick. Uh, he and I did podcasting. Uh, we did like the basics of podcasting. Uh, the, you know, the, what you need to think, you know, you know, more of a philosophical approach to podcasting. And then we did some more of the technical details of podcasting, did three different sessions. You'll be very happy to know that all three of those sessions were recorded, uh, via Ustream and I'll put links to those in the show notes at podcastanswerman.com. Look for episode number 173. There will be links to those, those talks. And of course, uh, you heard Avery mention there, uh, Bluehost as a hosting provider. I do suggest that you use uh, WordPress. 
And if you are going to use WordPress, I would definitely suggest that you not use WordPress.com, but instead have your own self-hosted Bluehost account, uh, or well, your own self-hosted account. And of course, you can use a, a ton of different hosting providers out there. Bluehost is my host of choice personally, um, and so many of my clients have signed up for it. I do get an affiliate credit or commission if you choose to use it through uh, you know, my links, if you just go to blue or podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. Again, that's podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. You'll get to read a whole blog post about why I like them. And and of course, there will be um, a link where if you click through there, I get a, a decent commission. Worth, uh, it's enough that uh, it's actually worth me mentioning. Uh, so I, I usually don't mention affiliates unless unless it's worthwhile. And and so I want to say thank you to all of you who are using uh, the Bluehost link to sign up. It 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 you know I'm getting a, I get a nice check each month from Bluehost, and I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful to those of you who who click through my link. Also, want to say um, let's see here. The if you're if you're looking for okay, it's like how do I get all this stuff up? Set up, how, you know, Cliff. I, I agree. I've heard everybody talk about WordPress, getting my own hosted s- solution, and I want to start a podcast. How do I? I mean, what if? I mean, I can't afford you one hundred and fifty dollars an hour and all these hours for you to train me and teach me how to do all this stuff. Well, I have a great training video tutorial for you. It's called WordPress for Podcasters, and basically, it is literally a step by step by step video training tutorial with high quality video, high quality audio, and step by step zooming in and panning in so that you see all the important details. And literally, if you just sit by side by side with this thing, you can do this. In fact, I've got a testimonial from one of the folks who have purchased this from me, and I think this comes from uh, Ron uh, Nutter. Hello, this is Ron Nutter. I've been the help desk editor at Network World for about 17 years, and some things changed recently to where I was gonna need to start doing more on my own. I had done podcasts for for several years. I had set up uh, IIS and some websites and used FrontPage and other tools. But I knew there had to be an easier way of getting a website up and running. I'd heard a little bit about something called WordPress, but wasn't quite sure where to go. And a friend that I've known for many years who recently had to go through something similar pointed me over to Cliff Ravenscraft's website, Podcast Answer Man. And one of the things that I noticed was a video training set that he had on a whole host of topics, but the first one being WordPress for podcasters. And I knew I didn't want to spend my time hand coding HTML and figuring out how to get MP3 files to play on a website. I you know, contacted Cliff. We exchanged a few emails. I, within a few days, bought the uh, the WordPress for podcasters, went through it several times, and the nice thing that I found with the training, it, it wasn't a how fast can I go and get it all squeezed in. He, you know, he took his time with it, and literally, if you, I, I started and stopped it as I was getting the website set up. So I would go so far, I would see what was going on, and then I would duplicate the steps with whatever changes I needed for the way I was specifically doing it and got things to work literally within a matter of hours and I had pretty much planned that it was going to take me several weeks having you know like I said gone back for several years and in hand coding HTML and and getting that all to work and it was a very much uh, a no must no fuss no hassle deal 
And if more things were like that, I think we'd really have some interesting sites out there. And this is just one of the uh, training sets that he's got. I've bought some of the others and probably will be buying the, the remainder very shortly. But, you know, just getting started with WordPress, it can be very intimidating because, you know, I, I was thinking all the behind the scenes, the CGI and, you know, I, I knew kind of what PHP was, but didn't wouldn't begin to know how to program. And Cliff takes that, you know, all, you know, you don't get, you know, scared about it. He just says, okay, go do this. You walk through this. And it's it's literally that simple, and you can't uh, make it any easier than that. Cliff doesn't talk down to you; he talks at you, works with you, and he's there not, you know, just to you know get the sale, but he works with you afterwards. He's been great about doing follow up emails when I've had some other questions, and then he's got the uh, the GSPN site where you can talk to. Uh, to fellow podcasters and other folks who are doing things similar just to you know share ideas and, and see maybe where you're doing something uh you know maybe not as well as you could have so you can't do any better than this and you could certainly do it worse so this is one training set that you really need to uh to get invested in to get up and running as quickly as possible so cliff good luck with this and thanks for all your efforts all right ron thank you so much for that valuable testimonial and uh you know, full disclosure there, I did ask the folks who had purchased my products if they enjoyed, uh, you know, the, the content that they had received. They thought it was worth the, the money enough to, to suggest that other people buy it that, you know, would you consider sending me a testimonial? So that, that was, you know, these are solicited testimonials, but I can tell you that uh, I certainly did not tell them what to say at all and uh, I am very appreciative of your encouraging words Ron and I'm so glad that it was helpful to you and uh, if I can be of service to anybody out there I'm available for one-on-one consulting Uh, you can contact me for that Um, I'm also got these um, of course the way to contact me for that is sending me an email cliff at podcastanswerman.com again that's cliff at podcastanswerman.com Uh, The other thing that you can do is you can call in your questions and voicemail comments for Podcast Answer Man. The phone number for the voicemail feedback hotline is 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number is 859-795-4067. A couple other things. You know, right now I'm thinking about Podcast Answer Man and the last several weeks recording the show live has not gone as well as I'd like and um, you know I'm consider I mean obviously I still want to do our live show Thursdays and stuff like that but I may may decide to pull podcast answer man from the live show lineup just so that I'm not distracted this is the one show that I I, I, I kind of have come around to agreeing with Walter a couple episodes back uh, with you know the fact that this is this is the actual business expression the professional business expression of of what I do here I still very much believe in the you know the uh, you know somewhat the unpolished approach to podcasting and you know obviously I'm not going to go back and edit out the part where my iPhone did the little you know status update when somebody had sent out a Twitter reply to me I, I, so I still very much feel like that, but I don't want to be distracted. And sometimes I get caught up in saying something in the show, and then all of a sudden I see you know some you know intense debate, which I love to see the intense debate. Some people who 
very much disagree with something that I said and that somebody who totally agrees with what I said and going back and forth and back and forth. It's just the problem that I'm running into is actually getting caught up into reading that as I'm actually speaking about the next topic. And uh, that really throws some things off and and, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking through this. Bear with me. But uh, just know this, there are still going to be plenty of shows that's taking up all day on Thursday, uh, even if I just decide to pull Podcast Answer Man from that lineup. Um, and, and I mean, I mean, li- literally, I did not feel good about how the original recording of this episode went, which is why I'm here on Saturday afternoon completely re-recording. And uh, I just, I think, I'm already feeling a lot better about the professionalism of, of what's been projected here compared to what was recorded on Thursday. Anyway, I look forward to working with you. God bless you all. Until next time, I encourage you to join the community.